Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios in Marietta, Georgia. And this week, we are talking with Atlantucky Brewing and leaders of the Brew School. I'm Tim Dennis, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Chubby DeVille. The Chubby DeVille, that's <laughs> yes. right. I'm glad that's you remember it. Yes. that. So joining us today, we have a lot of people, Tim. Possibly more than we have ever had in the I studio during, is. Yes, during a, a recording. House here. I'm going to try to go through all the names. I'm probably going to forget some people. Obviously, we've got Fish Scales and Skinny DeVille of Atlantucky. Also, yeah. Yeah. you know. What's good? Uh, nappy, nappy Roots. roots if yeah. you've, right, right. So we've got uh, we've got Swerve, a consultant with Leaders of the Brew School. Cheers, He's on the everyone. Mic too. Cheers, cheers. We've got some other people sitting around that aren't on the mic at the moment. We've got Isaiah and Josie from Our Culture. We've got Will from Down Home. We've got Corey from Soul Brothers. We've got Chef Gordon. And I think I might have missed a few people because a few people snuck in later. But uh, they're also here. But you're still important. <laughs> yes, you're still important. Everyone is very, very We didn't get to talk to you just here. yet, but you're still important. It so, is, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about uh, you know what's going to happen with Atlantucky right. when they open and uh, get into diversity in craft beer. Guys, everybody, thanks for joining us. Man, thanks for having Cheers. us. Yeah. Absolutely. We've been drinking some good beers here. We've actually had we've had a couple of the Nappy Roots beers, the right. Atlantucky. Uh, see, I always say Nappy Roots, but it's officially Atlantucky it, it's now. It's definitely Atlantucky, man. And yeah. um Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a while since we've been here. The last time was very quite memorable in my recollection. Or, for, or forgotten. <laughs> or right? forgotten. Not completely <laughs> forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Man, a no, lot man, of, thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. Absolutely. A lot has changed since we brewed our third beer with you in our yeah. garage. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, man. We've came a long way, man. So now, yes, it's definitely Atlantucky. Atlantucky Brewing is now officially a thing. Um, it's been a thing for the last two years since we had our right. business mm-hmm. license and whatnot. But now we have a brick-and-mortar location. And um, we have the opportunity now to make beer on a one-barrel system where we can yield about five barrels when we, once we really get going. And um, it's going to be fun, man. We're going to start off small, build the idea to um, you know mesh hip-hop and craft beer, and um, have a good time while we're doing it, man. We've That's awesome. Nap Roots for 20 years. I think we can do craft beer for the next 20. There you go. Sounds good to me. That's I forget which beer it was it was being brewed at. Monday Night Brewing is the front first porch, time. Front porch, man. The yeah, first like one. three years ago, right? Yeah, I right. think. And at that time, I think was just kind of the very launch point of you guys getting serious about beer. Yeah, right. Right. But truth is, we probably wasn't even fully serious yeah. at that point. Okay. Like so, we when we met you, we was definitely developing the passion for craft beer, and uh, we were still trying to learn it. It was Front Porch, our first beer. And um, 2015 to be exact, and here we are now. 
And I mean, if you're going to go, go all in, right? Jump right. in with both feet. And you guys sure have. You've been collaborating all across the country. Correct. You know, yes. started out with a couple little local collaborations here. And then your tour is called the Great American Beer Run Tour when you're out on the road, right? It was. Well, until, until COVID hit you? Before COVID yeah. shut us down. Yeah. Um, that is correct. Yeah, it was the Great American Beer Run. But we that, was on our way, too, to really. Um, this year, what we was going to do different was um, we actually had the beers lined up for the cities we were about to go into. Okay. And um, the first one we did was in Whitefish, which is in Montana. It was a country fry session that we had set up with them. And they had the beer made and ready. We, they had it at the venue. I feel like that was in, sometime in February that happened. And so the beer was yeah. there. We had the event after the, um, the, the show at the brewery. And then we drove back to Atlanta. And then it just went south. So that might have been the beginning of March, that's actually. It. I was going to say, has, yeah. February, yeah, March, that was that's about show. the last time anything yeah. That happened. was our last yeah. show, which is the first time we actually had the collaboration actually meet us with our tour date. Okay. And All our right. goal was to do that throughout the, um, the country this year. That's pretty awesome. And have those things and build up Atlantucky that way to where you can get our beer nationwide through us just touring. We were set up to do 100 shows this year. Like we normally do. I think back wistfully on that time and how naive I was. I had no idea that a global pandemic would have us all. Yeah, we had no idea how good it was, did (laughs) we? Yeah, it was such a good time. You could just go outside anytime you wanted. You know, shake hands. Yeah, Brian, have you done any collaborations or opened any breweries this week? I have not, but I did get into my cellar and drank a few older beers. You know, drinking through the cellar because that's kind of one of my hobbies during the pandemic, which continues to go on. I, I hit a uh, Prairie Artisan barrel-aged Bible Belt from 2017. It was a mm. collaboration with Evil Twin. Quite good. Held mm. up well. Apparently, there were some uh, some chili peppers that were supposed to be mm. in there that weren't really present anymore at this point in time. I but see. I still thought it was a really good beer. It uh, was quite tasty. Also got into an old Wicked Weed from back in 2015, the, uh, the Bretta Berry. And that was pretty nice. It was pretty okay. nice. So good stuff. I, I kind of miss uh, miss them being craft beer, Tim. I yeah. really do. How about yeah. you? What did you get? You into? know, pretty pretty easy week. We we dipped down to Hapeville to Arches Brewing this past weekend down okay. there. We've actually got y'all brought some cans Which of I your Kentucky up. Mud. Yes, we did here. But we get, we did get to sample it out of the tank. We got, ah, a, preview, got a little preview of it. So we knew it was. You should have said stuff. that before we walked up and popped it like you didn't have no. it. Yet. No, no, we no, can't. Never, man. We wanted you to. So, you never yeah, show sure your hand enough. like that. So, no. So I have to ask okay, you. We're playing though, poker now. I'm I have to ask you guys: Is it always better off to tap? I can tell you this. I think this is the best version that I've had. Mm. I really enjoyed what we had, but these cans are just as good. So that's it. I like the chocolate notes in in this version of it. So right. I'm digging it, man. So Shout it's out good to stuff. the guys at Arches, man. man. Solid Justin, group there. Justin, yeah. man. Justin yeah. really solid beer. Yeah, that's we got to try the uh, the one he just did with our, our friend Caroline. He did the uh, pumpkin spice lager, basic witch that they're yeah. putting out. And one they've got coming for their anniversary, a wine barrel-aged English barley wine. I think it was Pinot Noir. I couldn't remember yeah. the, the wine, but I knew, but yeah. that was really good. Red so. wine, very jammy, very fruity, and very yeah. enjoyable. Great stuff. What's the one, the, the Italian styles joint they made? Sprezzatura. Yeah, the spre- Sprezzatura, yeah. The yeah, Italian Pilsner. Space Barraza, but that was, that's not the name. Space Barraza, so, I like that know, as well. I'm glad you mentioned that one because do you know much about Italian Pilsners? Are you familiar with that style? Not at all. So that was something. They're, they're kind of trendy right now. We've really? seen several of them kind of pop around in Atlanta and around the country. Well, so Wait, is that similar to a Stella? So, like, not is ex- that a, an, an Italian Pilsner? So essentially, in very simplified terms, an Italian Pilsner is like a German-style Pils okay. dry hopped with European hops or what they call noble hops. Oh. And it's supposed to be very big on the hop aroma. Now, we found some information that I forget the gentleman's name, but he did. it's the guy that brews at uh, Burifico Italiano, 
which is the first place to ever do an Italian Pilsner. Tipo Pils. Tipo Pils. Yeah. And he said that that's an oversimplification. Just to say it's a German Pilsner Still, with dry hopped. He said that's an oversimplification. Corona. He said because a lot of the brewers are drying them out a little too much, and they should have some malt character to them. You mm. should notice that malt character. It shouldn't be too dry. You should have that body. But the, the hops, unlike most Pilsners, the hops – are the focal point of these Italian Pilsners. You want to notice those big European hops in it. Right, right, right. Big aroma, big hop flavor. So that's what really sets them apart. But they shouldn't be bone dry in all hops. You know, it shouldn't be like hop water, basically. They're shooting for a lot of balance there. It's kind of the the Italian approach to food applied to beer. So they're looking for Mm. balance. They want it to be big and juicy and rich, but they want it to to all play together nicely. Yeah. Not not have anything stick out too much and just be awkward. Balance with some good hops character there. For sure, for sure. Well, Tim, I think we should talk about the Beers of the Week. Now it's time for our Beers of the Week. Brought to you by The Nest. Craft beer and barbecue in downtown Kennesaw, Georgia. TheNestKennesaw.com. Well, Brian, as always, we've got a great beer list to get into. We've already had several. And some of the fellows from Leaders of the Brew School, we have Down Home Brewing brought a couple of theirs. We have some from Our Culture Brewing. We have some here from uh, Nappy Roots that they've done with Arches Brewing and Scofflaw Brewing. So we've got just a ton of really good beer to get into. I don't even know if I should mention many more, Brian. So, But I did want to say thank you to The Nest for sponsoring this segment, Beer and Barbecue in Kennesaw, Georgia. And, Brian, did you know that in addition to their basic tap wall there, which they've got a ton on tap, they also have a really nice seller list available? I actually was aware that they had some. I yeah. didn't realize how expansive it was. So you know what? If you go up there maybe for some pulled pork or smoked chicken and you want to get something a little special to go along with it there, ask to see the seller list. You know, check it out. It's also available on Untapped. You can look up the venue there and check it out. So uh, definitely some good stuff there. And, Brian, you know what? You don't get any news time this no week. No news? So oh, no. Do you want to just tell the headlines of it? What were you going to talk about? I was about? going to talk about the Home Brewers Association publishing their 2020 uh, list of the best beers in America. Spoiler alert, Bell's Two Hearted Ale won it again, and Russian River's Pliny the Elder okay. is second place again. Again. And yeah. something interesting, y'all may want to look up some more info, and Guinness has a zero alcohol version 0. of 0. their stout coming yeah. out soon. So Been working on that for four years to get it right. How yep. about that, man? That'll be interesting to see how Guinness does with it. You know, they're not going to do it half-heartedly so they're gonna do check good. out they spent four years on it it's gonna come out well i think absolutely I, I think yeah well you're listening to the beer guys radio show we do need to take a break but we'll be back very soon with atlantucky and leaders of the brew school yeah If you love beer, barbecue, and football, then The Nest in Kennesaw, Georgia is the place to get your fix. Featuring 48 taps, including unique and rare craft beers, wine, and more. Plus some of the best barbecue around. The spacious patio is a great place to catch the games this fall where you can cheer on your team while you enjoy some wings. And don't forget about the delicious pork and chicken. And my personal favorite, the nachos. Remember, for the best in craft beer and barbecue, make your home at The Nest in Kennesaw, Georgia. Brian and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you.
Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all episodes are available on demand, so if you miss the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Let's get back to Atlantucky and Leaders of the Brew School. We're going to talk Leaders of the Brew School here. We're going to talk with Swerve, who is consultant with Leaders of the Brew School. I am. I am. So we're going to start out, I don't know if this is an easy or a tough question, what is Leaders of the Brew School? Well, what we'll do is we'll start with our mission statement. So we're a collective of black brewers, consultants, beer industry experts, just trying to create a space for black brewers and enthusiasts to have equal access in the beer industry through inclusion, resources, education, and service to our community. Now, I know that's a mouthful, but directly what we're trying to do is just collect our resources and create a space for these amazing black brewers that are part of our collective. And just to just name them off, because I'm just a consultant, I'm just kind of the orchestrator behind the scenes working with these great brewers. So first we have Our Culture that's with us, Down Home Brewing, Soul Brothers Brewing, Off the Wall, Indigo, Atlantucky, Conzos, Chef Gordon who cooks all the delicious bites for us. And I would say our founder, our L. Sharpton, who all of us have had touch with. That's um, fortunately for myself, that's my brother-in-law. So I get to tap in with him and get some of the beers you guys don't get at Thanksgiving and all the great holidays. Hell. We're just trying to create a space for us in this brewing game and with bringing new brewers and home brewers and having Atlantucky that's championing the way with the actual brick and mortar. We're just trying to open up that space for other people you know, in the culture to taste these great recipes that we're brewing. Now that's now where's L tonight? We've had him on here a few times. He he founded the place. And did he just found it and let let you go? Let you run with it? Yeah, L. I, I always step in for L. So if okay. he's not available, you know, I'm a good replacement as far as you know, bigging up the family and making sure that you know we're letting everyone know that L is definitely the pioneer in this brew game for us as people of color. He's done so much for craft beer and spreading sure. the word with it there, definitely. For sure. I was just yeah, thinking, he's definitely. if you love it, set it free. He just he established it, uh, walked back, going, and let man. it fly. Get let it, it fly. Absolutely. Now, Swerve, how many of your brewers and leaders of the brew school are working on brick and mortars right now? Because I know down home, you guys are contract right now. Uh, our culture is building out or – Isaiah Smith from Our Culture, the CEO and co-founder. So Our Culture right now is looking for a physical space. We are exploring contract opportunities, but, you know, you asked the question of which members of Leaders of the Brew School are, are, are building out. I mean, we all are. Okay. And so yeah. to mm-hmm. expound on that, I mean, what we're trying to do here is is bring diversity into the industry through infrastructure, right? We need more physical spaces that we can collect in and, and, and have a good time in and express ourselves through this craft beer, right? So, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Leaders of the Brew School is a mechanism by which we can do that through collaboration and synergy. Excellent. Now, correct me if I'm mistaken here. This is just for me outside looking in. Atlanta really seems to be a hub of the black brewer movement. Would you say that's accurate, that we have a really good diversity here in Atlanta uh, with people not just into craft beer, but breweries being opened by black people, correct? This fish scales, I'll say it real quick, and I'll let the rest of the love speak. This is Atlanta, man. We have to be the forefront 
for a lot of things that black people get to do that they can't do other places in, in the United States. Right. We have to make that step forward. We just went to a festival last year, and I want to give a shout-out in the same way as I'm speaking on it, to Fresh Fest in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right. Right. That's great. I love Pittsburgh. Right. I love Pennsylvania. But there's no way that Atlanta shouldn't be having black craft beer festivals. Correct. As well as Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So and we have to be the pioneers in that. Or not even pioneers. We have to just come strong with it because not only just black people, but the whole craft beer industry in Atlanta, Georgia, is so inclusive. Like right. We, we sure. almost don't even have to form a group to make sure they're inclusive because people like Monday Night Arches, Scarflaw, see, I didn't start a name and I don't leave somebody out. I, I don't want to leave people out because everybody here is so inclusive. Steady Hand, they really make sure that anybody who is interested and have a passion to a beer can be a part of it. And um, Lobs, we're just cashing in on that. And we're, sure. and, and okay. we're making sure that we bring a certain standard to black craft beer. And so, right. to, so to, to put a pin on that, I mean, ultimately, you know, there's a lot of pockets of this happening all around the country. I think about, you know, I got to give it up to the OGs, Garrett Oliver. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We sure. Got, we got Kevin uh, down in Union. You know what I mean? We, we got a lot of pioneers and trailblazers that have been. Whether it's souls doing what they're doing with the uh, black right. beautiful. hundred yeah. percent. Something that's went worldwide. Uh, you know, sure. To get the word huge. out. 100%. So we got a lot of yeah. pioneers and trailblazers in the space, right? These guys don't need to be alone. We got to support them. And so what Leaders of the Brew School is about is really the response to, to that energy. Being right. able to look and and see ourselves represented in the space and then put our interpretation on that. So we're just trying to do what we've seen and express ourselves in a way that, you know, we got something to say. We got something to say. Well, our art form, our, our language is the art grain in glass. We got something to say. I'm looking at Soul Brothers. I'm looking at Down Home. I'm looking at Atlantucky. You know, I, I've, I've had beers from these guys that I haven't had in the market today. And so I'm asking myself the question, why? And then how do we get there? Because other people got to know. It's delicious. Sure. Spread the word. And that's something that uh, you'd mentioned, Isaiah. I don't know if maybe you want to speak on this or swerve, but Isaiah, you'd mentioned some foundations to me before we went on the air that are helping to to grow this and foster this. Can you tell us a little more about those? Absolutely. My pleasure. So I think about, you know, first and foremost, going back to Garrett, he's doing a lot of great work with the MJF Foundation. And we're talking about uh, Benny and Tio out in California with Crowns and Hops. They got the Atrial Pills Initiative uh, right now that is directly funding the startup of minority breweries. We have Dr. J with Crafter for All and Craft by EDU. And so, you know, these are some of the people who are in the space right now doing the work, like day in, day out, dedicating themselves to figuring out how to solve this puzzle. And so what Lobs is hoping to be is you know, part of the output, part of the solution, part of the, the change mechanism. We are a collection of entities that require assistance to establish this infrastructure to bring about the change. So we need everybody, all hands on deck, you know, whether you are, you know, a, a minority or not, to participate in this initiative because I promise you better beers on the other side. There are things that you haven't tasted that are coming from this collective that are currently not available in the marketplace. And it's in your best interest as a craft beer connoisseur to investigate diversity. 
Sure. And that's something, I mean, yeah. every... That's what these guys are here for. Every culture... Bring, there you go. Absolutely we're here. good stuff, man. You know, every culture brings their own their own flavor Absolutely. to whatever they do. Absolutely. You know, that's why we go to different restaurants. You know, we go to an Indian restaurant, Ethiopian, Chinese, Vietnamese, sure. whatever, yeah. Yeah. because there are those unique flavors in what we're eating there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm looking. I'm excited to see new things coming in craft beer and, and what's coming out there. You had mentioned the uh, the Fresh Fest in Pittsburgh. Did you yeah. did you guys know that there was a Black Owned Spirits Expo here in, in Atlanta in January? I, I, I think some yeah. of you may have attended. So yeah. there is something here. Maybe it's not quite what you what you want it to be just yet, but it's a thing. I, I don't know if uh, it's happening. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's things that you can't stop from happening, and it's, they're happening. So like once we know how to get involved in it and to see how the machine works from the inside. Just give it time, and we can ass- not necessarily um, assist, but we can partake in it. You know what I'm saying? And inclusion is what the leaders of the Brew School is about yeah. and the collective that we've established. And this is kind of – it really took off during COVID because we everyone had to stop doing what they were doing. And we all sat down, and we all met each other through different events that were happening. And collected our resources together. And we put it together and made this 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 unit that has real organization and has a real mission statement, a real purpose behind it. And it's not just people that make beer, but it's people that are just about beer and the, the culture of it. You know what I'm saying? And and we're working together as one. And it's kind of what makes sense because that, that's how Napa Roots started is we work together and, you know, that's what we're about. Working together as this awesome collective called Leaders of the Brew School. Good stuff. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do need to take a break, but we'll be back very soon with more from Atlantucky and Leaders of the Brew School. You know we love good beer, and Athletic Brewing makes non-alcoholic beer that stands shoulder to shoulder with their boozy brethren. With a fraction of the calories and certified organic, it's a great beer to enjoy anytime. Athletic's got new brews like Cerveza Atletica just in time for summer. Check out the full selection at athleticbrewing.com. Use code BG25 for 25% off your first order, and U.S. customers get free nationwide shipping. Athletic Brewing, brew without compromise. Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger Brewing pride themselves at being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room in Marietta, Georgia to taste and see. Also visit their barrel room for an intimate drinking experience with great live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing. Establishing a new standard in craft beer. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Woo! Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our great radio affiliates, WTKI, 1450 AM and 97.5 FM in Huntsville, Alabama. Catch up Beer Guys Radio on WTKI every Saturday at 1 p.m. local time. Now let's get back to Atlantucky and leaders of the brew school. And some other breweries, too. And Brian, yes. Beer Guys Trivia, WTKI, WEKI was our first affiliate station. That's right. Of Atlanta. Yes. So they were the, the first one to pick up the show. We appreciate it. They've been with us several years now. 
Yeah, so it's, it's good basically stuff. we became syndicated with them. We did. That was that was yeah. what started the party. Absolutely. Well, we've switched uh, up some people here in the seats, put some new folks on the mic, some other members of leaders of the Brew School. We have Corey Hinton with us from Soul Brothers Brewing. Hey, 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 hey! How's everybody doing, Soul Brothers? We here. Good I'm stuff. Just and glad Corey, to be here. We met you when we were taping a show at Feast, the Taps at Feast. Yes. And we were out there. That's when we had our squid on the stick, Brian. Squid on the stick. Squid, squid on, on the stick. stick. And we did a socky. And we did socky bomb. Yeah. The socky flies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yes. I sampled out maybe uh, way too many one of those. On the- <laughs> it's got to be done, man. Not, not it's on the shift, though. Yeah. Make sure you make that disclaimer. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> not on the clock, not on the clock. And we not have Mr. Will Moore with Down Home Brewing here. Yes, hello everyone. William Allen Moore, Georgia's first black-owned operated craft beer company. Good distributed stuff, out of Georgia. Yeah. Hello everyone. And I want to say uh, congratulations to Beer Guys Radio. This is the most black folks y'all probably ever had. It is, in this, yeah. It is. Possibly the most space. we've ever seen before. See, you know yes. what? Hey, yeah. hey, this is what yeah. diversity looks like. Hey, this man. is beautiful. Is it? Yes. yes. Man, is... And we bring good beer and peace hey. and tidings. Sure this enough, is, man. Yes. This is You're Abraham Lincoln's anytime. America. Yes. Yeah. This is Abraham Lincoln's America, man. It's beautiful. This is it, man. Absolutely beautiful. There's only one person that's done more for the black community <laughs> than, than Abraham. Yes. <laughs> that's Trump. And I'll leave that Oh, I'll leave that right there, man. I'll leave Her that name right is there, Rosa so. Parks. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you coming down and joining us. We're, we're really excited about the black brewing movement in Atlanta. And, and I'll be honest, guys, I think as a, a white guy outside looking in, especially in Atlanta, we may not see some of the issues that are out there because we are so diverse here in Atlanta. It is such a welcoming community. And Scales, like you mentioned when you were over here earlier, Monday night, open arms to these guys. Come on in Absolutely. and brew with us, you know. And uh, and when you go around, and guys, you can speak to this more, but it seems like all the breweries are open to, you know, not just Grammy-nominated rap artists, but yeah. – Come in and Monday night when they built down well, uh, in the West End, that was a community that they're. Well, if you look at Atlanta, it's in our DNA. Right. You know, we sure. are the birthplace of Martin Luther King Jr., mm-hmm. Hosea Williams, Ralph David Abernathy, you know, uh, Andy Young. We have this built inside of our DNA where this isn't anything that's new to us. We've been doing this for a long period of time. And so all this is is the outward expression of that. If you think of your favorite plant that you have, you know, that soil is important. The flower is just a residual of it. The flower is the beautiful bloom sure. of it. Right. But what's in that soil that's in that foundation is what's been built in our DNA since any of us in this room was born. The terroir. I was going to ask, yeah. how is Atlanta overall doing? Uh, I have a sense that we're ahead of the, the curve on this. How is Atlanta doing on yeah. inclusion and, and diversity? Are we ahead of the game? And Absolutely. So, and, so, and so to put a pin on that, like, you know, I, I love this city. This is Isaiah, again, from our culture. I love this city. I love what we're doing. I look at it as the mecca for the template of what diversity should look like across the country. However, I want to say that it goes deeper than just a brewery in existence going like, hey, come make a beer with us, right? Like these problems are infrastructure related, meaning that we need access to funding. We need access to education. We need access to opportunity. We need access to like the the, the chance to be able to go to a bank and put down a business plan and get approved. We need the lexicon to be able to have that conversation. 
those things are fundamental to a successful business model, and they're historically not taught in our community on purpose, right? So, you know, I, I love Atlanta for what we're doing and the changes that we're making in this city, but I need I need more. We require more than just an opportunity to participate in existing infrastructure. We need fundamental rebuilding in our communities, and that's what Leaders to the Bruce School is about. Does Atlanta have that more than other places, Isaiah, or is that something that's everywhere that's still an issue? I'm going to say Atlanta has Leaders of the Brew School, so we're championing Working that cause. On it. Okay. But yeah, but yeah. but but I think but I think every pocket of America where there's people of color and minorities trying to do this thing, there are instances of this occurring, and I encourage those pockets to link with us and collaborate because that's how sustained change and in infrastructure is built through a collective. We're 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 fighting a battle and we're going to win a lot of them, right? But I'm trying to win a war. That war being won is about us doing strategy and tactics, which requires collaboration. So good allies, partnership extends beyond come do what I do. And that, and that's one thing, and this is Swerve again, that I want to make sure that we say that even though to everything that Isaiah said is important, we're creating our own space. We're collaborating together and taking the resources we have to build that infrastructure so we can have those things in place. We're not really looking for a handout. We're looking for the information and teach get us to the lake so we can do our own fishing, so to say. You know, and I think that's important to really put out there that we already have the talent, we have the recipes, we have the mindset, the collaboration, and that's what we've done. I mean, I'm a consultant. I'm not a brewer, but we're collecting our resources to be able to have that infrastructure so whoever wants to partner with us know that we can take it to every level. And on all the partnerships we have for all the beautiful people you hear behind the scenes, you know, clapping and celebrating everything we're doing, that's what we really want to make sure that it's not so much that we're looking for a handout. We're saying, hey, we've been doing these great things. Either give us some attention or move out the way and, you know, and let us get these recipes out there. But really, you know, partnering with grapes like, you know, you guys, you know, and letting us come on this this platform is really what's going to move that needle forward. And that's what we really want to push out there. Corey, Absolutely. What you and uh, I think that the fact that to, uh, you guys, Beer Guys Radio is an example of the camaraderie that exists in Atlanta. So the fact that we're on this platform, you pretty much answered your own question by okay. having us yeah. here. One question I was going to ask is how do we move this outside of Atlanta? And I guess we're trying our part here to help do that, you I've know, get on the airways across the Tim, country. Tim, did you so. hear that? We're part of the solution and not the problem this time. That's exactly. good, man. That's, 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 that's a, a new good? position for yeah. us, man. But it's true. So, but, yeah. but, but, uh, but to answer your question, what you just said, I mean, that's easy. Atlanta influences everything. You know, and so when it comes to you guys and back to Monday night, I mean, uh, I, I'm, my, my personal story, but this is just a testament to Monday night because Monday, I, I knocked on Monday night and I asked them, hey, yo, can I work on, can I work for you for free? And they said yes, but that wasn't the first people that I knocked on the door with. You know what I'm saying? So I knocked on the door and it was Monday night that said yes, and and mm -hmm. I, I and I always pay homage to them because they are the ones that said yes to me, 
And then when when I worked on the bottom line, Peter Kyler had, you know, he came up to me and said, hey, man, you, you worked really hard. Not only did they let me in, but he also reinforced my confidence that I could do this job, you know. And so these are people who, uh, you know, they started their brewery, and they started their brewery as a thoughts Christians, and, and they, they was doing it on Monday night Bible study, but they really uh, live up to their word. You know? So, look, all, all I'm going to say is who's next? You know, we, we we got Monday night doing a thing with Tess. We got Orpheus doing a thing with Jay. What other breweries are willing to step up to offer internship to partner and build and be the change that we want to see in this industry? Yeah. Leaders of the Brew School is one mechanism that you can work to to, to bring that. But, I mean, like, if you want to do something on your own, let's go. Yeah. And for and, everyone mm-hmm. listening to this, we're going to put links in our show notes on our website to to more resources, to get out there, to learn more about, you know, leaders of the Bruce School and these foundations that Isaiah mentioned to us earlier, to make sure you can know the resources that are out there. And like we said, helping spread the word, get it beyond Atlanta as much as we can. So yeah, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We need to take another break, but we'll be back very soon with more from Atlantucky Brewing and leaders of the Bruce School. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're Storytime Construction, and we build breweries. We're Georgia's most experienced and hands-on contractors when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding existing breweries. We offer full build-outs, remodeling, and additions, as well as consulting and construction management. Give us a call at 770-733-4343. Storytime Construction. We build breweries. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash beerguys. Patrons get cool perks like Beer Guys swag and commercial-free episodes. Now let's get back to Atlantucky and... The leaders, leaders of the Brew of School. The Brew School. Yes. Now, you know what? We I think we've set a record for the number of guests on a single show. Oh, for sure. Today. Definitely. Love so it. thank you all for being a part of this historic moment for Beer Guys Radio. And we're going to cover another angle of minorities in brewing. We've talked about black brewers, and we've got ladies that are brewing too. Uh, black ladies here. We've got, we've got a lot of diversity in craft beer. And y'all, please forgive me if I miss anything or misquote something. Just correct me, please. But we have Chef Gordon with Penelope's Culinary Service. Yes. Correct? Yes. We have Hannah, who is with Project South, right? Hanifa. Hanifa. I can't read my own writing here, Hanifa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have Precious with Humanized Blackness. And we have Sarah Josie, who is one quarter of our culture brewing, correct? The first lady. lady We drank first. Can I I say something real quick? We drank her lager earlier on. Go ahead. She's actually the best brewer in the Lops. Yeah, Yeah, the best brewer. We had her lager earlier. We did. We drank her lager. Yes, it was very nice. Josie of our culture is, is really amazing with making beer putting together recipes and doing something different with it. And yeah. we, we love having her a part of, 
of the loves. You and know, creating I, infrastructure. Know this. Getting it all together oh, there. Yes. Oh, you know, behind the skits so scenes, indeed. I cannot remember her name now, and I apologize <laughs> for that. But three or four years ago, the American Homebrewers Association, the Brewer of the Year award they gave out was a, a black lady. Wow. Was a Brewer of the Year. And wow. I believe she owns her own brewery now. Or maybe she does consulting. Would it happen to be Danny Oliver from uh, Island to Island Brewery? You know what? That doesn't sound That could true. be right. I'll have to I have to get my Google. See, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Brian's like, that could be right. That could Tim be. is looking so. at me. I have terrible memory. Like, I would remember. I'm like, that's four oh, years ago. I've had now, a lot of beer since then. I'll so. say this real quick, real quick. Uh, the craft beer industry has been super inclusive for Good. women and black Good. people. Good. Yes. Now, Chef... We're gonna we're gonna start with you to talk a little bit to us here because every layer of uh, of challenges you have of my minority adds an extra layer to how difficult things are. Correct. So, uh, being a black brewer, being a female brewer, what are the unique challenges you face in that position? Okay, so I don't brew; I just take the beer and I cook with. And it. you cook. You made <laughs> some ramen broth with the beer. Is that correct? Yes, I've here? done it with down home brewery with stuff that's not even on the market. Okay. Life. And then I'd worked with our culture and we created a Thai basil. Was it a lager? It was good though. It was good. And yes. we made and I did a ramen dinner. Okay. So the whole thing was four courses, and every course was mm-hmm. paired with beer between our culture and. Uh, Down Home Brewery, who's been, I do beer dinner parties four times a year, and Down Home Brewery has been my beer sponsor since day one. You also made a beer with one of the blackest beer, where you made a um, a dessert, a dessert syrup with the blackest beer. Oh, I showed you, I did. I did a vegan chocolate cake. Yes, I did the black black of the berry syrup with it and put it on top of the vegan chocolate cake, and folks ate it and fell out. It was great. I think we may have mentioned Weathered Souls briefly earlier, but just a shout-out to them for getting this The Black is Beautiful movement going to raise awareness out there. We've had some really horrible things happen this year, and not just this year, but you know, all along, but I think it really came to a head this year that people started, hopefully started paying attention to this. I remember when that news came out that they were doing that, I'm like, well, I don't know if the other little, out of San Antonio, Texas, I'm like, I don't know if this will catch on. It went everywhere. Everywhere. Everybody's doing it. It's it's very cool. Well, you it's know what? Cool to see. They based it off the resilience kind of idea. Sure. You know, they did. Yes. That makes sense. You know, and it's like everybody pulling their um, resources together and taking the benefits of those proceeds and putting it towards a cause. And it was for social injustice is where it really came from for them to do Black is Beautiful. So that's the amazing part of it, even from um, the craft beer side, is when you need to pull the people together that are for a common cause, beer will be the common denominator for the most part, and I think that's what's so dope about it, is that we can also do that from the black side or the white side or the craft beer side, it doesn't matter. Is we're working together as Americans and working together for a common cause because there's only, you know, there's, we're human beings at the bottom of it. Beer's in our DNA from the inception of it and the history of it, and that's what we're about. Like I said, whether it's with Soul Brothers, our culture, down home, Atlantucky, off the wall, you know, Conzo, Indigo, Indigo we're yeah. working together as a collective. Brothers to really put the point that we can work together to get the culture and the community together to work for one thing. So Get everybody together, absolutely. That's Josie, it. let's talk to you a little bit since you do brew. And we had your, like I said, had your lager earlier, very good beer. So what are the unique challenges, you know, to you or to a, to a female in the brewing industry? I think that women as 
the original brewers kind of get forgotten and get pushed to the back burner, but I think that there is a lot that they have to offer, and I am incredibly inspired by going back to Africa and seeing all of the wonderful things that people have been doing since the beginning, and also seeing the support of the other members of Leaders of the Brew School, making sure that women get incorporated, seeing people like Corey from Soul Brothers Brewing, making sure that women and groups like Craft Women connect get incorporated into the brewing industry that we don't get forgotten even in the black people love beer and the black is beautiful initiatives making sure that women have a seat at the table even if it's women chefs even if they're not originally brewers that they are able to contribute their unique ideas and perspectives to that that's awesome yeah that and and you know it's something you all i know i'm a little bit ignorant in saying this but it's like why is this even an issue you know and i think we all should probably think that if you like beer and you're you're a cool person you know let's let's hang out and have a beer let's right brew absolutely a beer, you know um, right so it's, it really seems pretty simple yeah and absolutely like, like i think that it's stigmatized that like women love wine and they don't love yeah. beer but mm-hmm. there is a wealth and multitude of yes wonderful flavors being offered in beer that isn't even tapped on in wine and I think that that's really incredibly important and then also the fact that women are coming in with a unique perspective and just energy to be a part of this industry and I think that because it's been so industrialized it's like you're lifting 50 foot lauder tons (laughs) and and kegs and things like that that it's like okay women can't be involved but there are definitely ways to bring women in and a lot of women are heading front of houses and making sure that tap rooms are running smoothly and heading the initiatives. So that's incredible. Those bags important. are great to heavy after they a do. while. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, talking about I've lifted what? them. It's it's right. not just hard on women. It's after hard 40 on them, right? too. Exactly. Yeah. It really is. Exactly. And you know, Josie, talking about women and the, the attitudes there, one of the owners of Beer Guys Radio is is a female. So uh, Becky Small is what we okay. call her. So. Shout and out to Becky. Hey. Becky. Yeah, awesome. Becky. Where are you at, Becky? You know, <laughs> Where are you but at? But Becky, we've been with her when people just, they, they ignore her, mm-hmm. really. You know, we'll be there as a group, and brewers will talk directly to us mm. and act like she's just kind of in the background there. She's, yeah, absolutely. I've had know, that happen too, yeah, where you know, people are like, oh, okay, Isaiah, yeah. tell me about your beer. And I'm like, excuse me, this is <laughs> this my is beer my that beer. I crafted. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And like, you, know, you know, like, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. It's like we just have to change the narrative. We need to sure. continue to put women in the forefront and make sure that their recipes and their images are known. Get that out there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Don't stuff. assume that the lady walking into your tap room doesn't know a thing about beer. That is the big problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You just have to assume anybody walking in is there for a reason and they know something about the product. And if they don't, they'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Skinny scales. We got a little bit of time left. We want to get a little more update on Atlantucky. We talked about it. So What's the scoop, man? You guys have your brick and mortar. You're going to do a preview soon. Tell us what is coming up in the near future for Atlantucky. Oh, man. All right, so we got um, 6,022 square feet of space. It's awesome. We got three different sections that we can hang out in. If you want to book it for an event, it's there. Um, And we have a one-barrel system in the back with a five-barrel capacity once we really get going. And we'll be able to make beers and have fun. But we're also doing contract brewing on the other side of it as well to get it out to the marketplace. So don't just think just we have a one-barrel system that we can't make beer. I was scared for you when no, I was man, a one No, man, no way. Man. Don't do I'm that. Cause you, yeah. we're, I thought Skinny would be in there 24 hours 20 a day. No way. Brew, no way. We have, like we have yeah, beer all over it. the country, <laughs> and it's based off not having any system other than our Sabco given to us by Monday night. So – we have beer coming through uh, the front door, and then we have beer going out the back door through the contract brewer that will have our beer available in um, draft houses, Total Wine and More, Hop City, and things like that in Georgia. And we'll work our way out through 
the southeast as we really get going. But our intention is really just to have a good time with craft beer, make sure that people of, of, of color are included and hip-hop and music is infused into the new culture that we're being abreast of. Because most people um, in hip-hop, they don't really know about craft beer. They know beer. It's like, you know, beer's not my thing. They're like wine. They're like, you know, liquor. Or it's just the macro beers. There's no, there's yeah, no craft to it. Right, right, so, right, right. And yeah. so I think when you start getting into the DNA of what beer is and you start getting into the local communities and neighborhoods, you'll find that you have a watering hole that's there that fits your your lifestyle and your in your fun vibes. Right. And I think that's what's going to be good for Atlantucky when we really get going is we're located right beside the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We're on Northside Drive. We're not hard to find, but if you know, you know, and you'll be able to show up, you'll be able to hang out. It's a very COVID-friendly space. We have enough where you can rub elbows and have a good time and, you know. Come on to Atlanta and visit Atlantucky, and right? I'm, what I want to say here <laughs> is uh, we're going to do an extended version for our podcast. We've got a little more to cover here, so please do tune into that. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Leaders of the Brew School, Atlantucky Brewing, thanks for coming out. And that about wraps it up for this episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. Please do join us next week as we talk to Lupulin Brewing. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers. Welcome back to this extra segment of Beer Guys Radio. This is off the radio podcast only. We are still talking with Atlantucky and the leaders of the Brew School. We are, and uh, you know, it's kind of a free form discussion. We had some, we had some extra things to talk about, and we didn't we get to did. It we did. So yeah. you know, that's one thing with the radio clock. We sometimes don't have the time to cover everything that we wanted to cover. But Isaiah, you said you just kind of wanted to wrap everything up for us here, right? Just say kind of where you stand, what you're looking for, and and how we move forward, right? I, I just had some things I wanted to get off my chest, and you know, before I I, I go into it, I just want to say shout out to Creature Comforts, man. Fenwick, Adam, Chris, those guys are are doing the work, are trying to figure out what the solution is, right? They're trying to figure out how to build sustainable change. And so I just wanted to get one to start there. But like it's so many breweries in Atlanta doing it. I, I agree. So I, I don't want to stop I, at Creature. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not I'm not shouting out Creature just because they're the only ones doing it. I'm shouting out Creature because those are the ones working with me. Okay, I got you. Uh, (laughs) But let's let it be known that Atlanta is known for craft breweries being Uh, very inclusive uh, and and working. Yeah, And and so that's the segue into the conversation, right? Is Atlanta, what we going to do? What what, what we going to do, Atlanta? Atlanta, if we we say we this thing, we talk about we this thing, now is the time, okay? And so Leaders of the Brew School is laying the foundational work to bring about that. And we would love some assistance. We would love to hear your thoughts about what you think needs to be done to bring sustainable change. I'm not talking about a beer. I'm not talking about just an internship or just whatever. I'm talking about consistent applied force Mm -hmm. because that's what got us into this situation, right? Consistent applied force over time. So that's what it's going to take to get us out. So I'm asking for partnership on idea generation right now and then beyond the idea generation after we agree on that what are we going to do every day to bring about this thing that we want to see and i think craft beer industry is one of the few places in the country i mean in the world really that give us a template to be able to move to bring these things about because we understand what beer is about that grain to glass that art 
It ain't about where you're from or what you see or what you do. It's about that expression, okay? And we want to express ourselves like everybody else. So we're asking for a chance to have people interpret that. But we need infrastructure. We need more black breweries. Thanks. We need more black brewers. We need more black everything. We starting from the ground up. We starting from the mud. I got you. Um, you know what? I, I'm, this is Fish Scales representing Atlantucky Nappy Roots. I want to ask though, like, how do you feel about the price point of craft beer? Well, I think that's a big factor in bridging to other people with craft beer. You pay for quality. I, I think exactly. You pay for mm. quality because the brewers are using top-notch quality products. And to piggyback on what Isaiah said, the president of our leaders of the brew school. You got to pay for good quality. You know, what I mean, you get what you pay for. You know, you can't expect to uh, to buy a Lamborghini with a uh, Pontiac budget. You know, I'd be so down that, for that, that though. I would buy the Lamborghini if you if know it was what I mean. Hang on, is, I, is it I available for, for a raffle? <laughs> because I might be in for I the raffle. I would be down for that too. But, so but, we but all. Th- this is what separates craft beer from other beer. But not only that, right there, it's the camaraderie. See, craft beer started out as a camarader- as a camaraderie amongst other people. When you got the big three, they didn't do that. All they did was compete, 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 compete against and one another. And drive the little guys out. That's I mean, oh, like yeah. actively, actively trying to kill guys. the little crush guys. Crush the little yeah. guys. Just you know absolutely what I'm saying? Them. But yes. Craft Beer came along with a whole new model. So now what we're seeing now is this model being morphed into something more more different. You know, so, so that means that Craft Beer, at its essence, was meant to bring people together. Right. You see mm. what I'm saying? And all then, us, and, all and us and little guys are going to be bigger exactly. than you. And that's yes, what exactly, and that's what it's about. But At the end of the day, it's not a black yeah. beer, white beer, green beer, Chinese beer, Asian beer. It's beer, it's beer man. And people who love yeah. it. At the end of the day, that's it. That's it. You so, know, skills, so it doesn't matter where you come from, what your gentrification is, or what, what, what your gender is. Down like, home coming matter. in. Will down from down home. Bringing it in. Yeah. He has to say something on he that. He had to take the yeah, hat yeah. off there. I'm, the cowboy you know, hat would not fit with the headphones. Yeah. You, you, made a good, you made a good point there, Scales, yeah. with the price point in that, because there's a lot mm. of people across a, a lot of demographics that it's tough to reach out to a $10 six-pack of beer when you've got four and five and $6 six-packs of beer. Right. But That's a starting know, point. We, so we look at this, we look at this, and like the brewery only gets, I forget the exact figure, but it's like eight cents on the dollar or something that a brewer gets out of this. But if you've got... For one, craft brewers do not have the buying power in bulk that Anheuser-Busch does. Right. Right. Uh, for two, you can't do a 10% stout the same price as you can a 3.2% lager. Right. You can't age something in barrels for two years and charge that. So it's it's tough now. I do like having what I would call approachable or attainable craft beers. You know, uh, speaking of creature comforts, or classic city lager. Now, it's still around a $9 six-pack. Uh, but that's one that's getting closer. You know, you're not going to get a craft beer for the price you get a Bud Light. You're just not going to do it. Well, so. Blue Moon, but look how far they had to go to make it happen. Blue Moon and any place like Shock Top. I sure. consider Shock Top a really great beer, craft beer. Gateway oh, is beers, it even man. craft Those beer? Are, it's Gateway not by beers. definition, no, but, you know. But it's great beer. Sure. It's good beer. A blue and it's, a solid and beer. It's, and it's kind of like eight ninety nine. Will over here. Yeah. Will's about to die. Okay, yes. Will. And, 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 Tell us about it. We're going to shut it down now, man. The three-tier system is the problem. It's the three-tier system. And I really want to speak from this as, again, this is William Moore Down Home. From experience. As a black 
brewery that is on market for sale. Mm-hmm. We come from a different vantage point, say from another brewery that is not a brewery of color that is looking, you know, coming from the same price point. For a price point that comes from, and I don't want to name names of breweries here, but a brewery that has a little bit more capital than, say, a down home, their price point and where they start is going to be way different compared to when you are coming from money that's essentially coming from just stuff that you've you've gotten from family. Hundreds of years. You know, I mean, you are coming from the point to where when I price my beer at $10 for every six-pack, that is going to hit a little bit different from, say, a brewery that's been around for eons that's pricing at the same point. It's going to affect me a little bit different and a little bit more. So then if a bigger beer company takes the hit on that six-pack, that's nothing to them. That's a ding on the car. For me, that's a whole car crash, if that makes right. any sense. For me, that's it's, I got to replace my of, whole bumper right. after that. It's their fifth biggest business. Exactly. Like, that's not you know, on their portfolio. So, but, but, sure. you know, but you know what it speaks to? It speaks to a deeper conversation that needs to be had as far as, far as the support that's out there, okay? You essentially can't expect for an individual that started from one point to reach another point in a certain time that another person that had a head start to reach at that same point. Right. That occurs in a lot of different realms, and we could talk about that outside of beer, right? right? Sure. If I started and I had a 400-year head start on something, you know, in craft beer, let's say I had a 30-year head start on something, where am I starting at really? Am I starting <laughs> at the, the for real, for real start? Or am I starting where I'm behind the eight ball already? So that's where allies come in that I really, really want to express. If you're an individual that you understand that this diversity in craft beer makes this thing better, if you have the funds, if you have the resources, if you have the means to assist others then do that make sure that you're making sure that for every down home and every other beer that is not at that same starting point has the exact same capital to where they can eventually reach that and it's not going to diminish you at all what it's going to do is on top of making you an ally is going to make you essentially make the whole thing better. So, and that's the biggest, biggest thing. Uh, and we have to I, realize that. you know. And I, I'm sorry to bring it back to essentially systemic racism <laughs> or systemic you know, issues in our culture that we see. But with our economy, man, it gets much more. Wealth begets wealth, right? If you started off wealthy, you're going to end wealthy. If I started off poor and I started off from behind the eight ball, what else can I come from from that? You know, I have to catch up. And the only way I can catch up is through my allies. But I want it's two I, people that believe in me. And I agree. And I wanted to say one thing because I think this is an important clarification. All the stuff that William said was true. I want to make sure that we put the city on our back and say the small guys, the quality is there. Right. Okay. Sure. The, the innovation, the taste, the craft is there. Okay, it, when you see a down home and it's ten ninety nine in the store, and you see whatever else and it's nine ninety nine, that does not mean that down home is is somehow less than. It means exactly what he described. It's it's, it's cost, it's business, it's supply right. chain. Exactly. So what we require from from our customers, our constituents, the people, is to support 
Mm-hmm. identify and give us a chance and say, look, I bought it down home and it was damn good and I'm going to buy another. And even though I could get something for a dollar less, this dollar more than I'm going to spend is craft. Right. And it's worth it. Exactly. And the, also, we can also need to uh, delve off into the uh, the three-tier system because the three-tier system uh, kind of puts small guys like down home and everyone else kind of put you in shackles. So I'm not saying that the that, that that the system doesn't work because it does because it offers distribution. Because as a small as a small company, you know, I, I can't afford to to hire drivers and things of that nature and pay for insurance bonding and things of that nature. So they got all that stuff in place. So we need that that system in place. But the fact is over years they have abused that three tier system to where now the the distributors are now kind of like the pips. That's right. <laughs> they are. I know too. And I feel like a home. So you know Corey. They you, right? like, Daddy, I don't want to work no more. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired. I don't want to show no more leg. A couple good examples of what you're talking about there, Corey. We were talking about, I don't remember if y'all were in the studio. This may have been before we went on air, but there's a brewery that was in the state of Georgia outside brewery Clown Shoes. And they were with a distributor that stopped carrying beer. And they said, hey, we're not going to carry it. We're not going to do beer anymore. And Clown Shoes like, okay, cool. We'll just release it so we can go to someone else. They're like, no. No, we're not going to And the thing is, is under the letter of the law, they can do that. They can shut them down. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's if you have, if you're a brewer and you're with your distributor the way the laws are right now, that distributor has control over your brand. They kind of own your brand. They do. And they control you. They do. Right. And that's that's the fundamental problem that we have because it's it's much like, uh, just to put it in perspective for the layman, for all the people who are not into beer, it's much like if you source out a plumber for your new house. And this plumber, you pay this guy some money, and he doesn't do the work. Then you say, okay, well, I want a new plumber. But then that plumber, by law, says that you can't get a new you plumber. You can't get a new plumber. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because by the state of Georgia, this right, is what the laws right. are. He so, owns your plumbing. Let, right. I have to. Uh, yeah. uh, I am your plumber. Exactly. I am your plumber. <laughs> and by the will of me, yeah, then, then, and because I'm a yeah. nice guy, then I'm going to let you out. Or, yeah. m- or not. A meritocracy. And that's, that's why right. we have yeah. to, yeah. and that's what we have to change. You know? I, and to piggyback off that, what are we going to do? We understand yeah. right now Changing. that this system is locking, is restricting the flow of innovation and creativity, and is hindering bringing be- like great new beers to the market. As a consumer, what you going to do? Mm. Here's what you do. You vote. You replace the people that are propagating the system up, and you bring new people in who are going to bring change. That's Can't, the call to action. Beer That's Guys it. Radio is, this is the blackest Beer Guys Radio has probably ever been in a long time We've, when y'all receive I, I these comments know you know what? y'all what? call on us i'm gonna reply back to these mother- <laughs> need to know how we do it so <laughs> these people so, yeah, that are yes. gonna be in y'all's comments and they're gonna be harassing y'all uh, they're gonna be harassing y'all but we got y'all back leaders 100. y'all see all this right y'all got our, okay. they're gonna be in y'all right. comments but we got y'all you back. know what okay? i remember one time scales years ago i don't know if you're gonna remember this but there was something someone was giving us grief about something and you said uh you said something like, man, you need us to back you up. And you said, <laughs> he says, we're not thugs, but we know people. I said the best. Listen, let like me say like this. Um, um, Beer Guys Radio has been an ally to everybody. Yes. Amen. And has been a staple to the craft beer community. Absolutely. And, and if you don't stand up for Beer Guys Radio. Give it up for Beer Guys Radio. Man, give it up. Woo! <laughs> 
Yo, I'm you, stabbing. I'm stabbing anybody that ain't good. Guys, I'm gonna stab them. Look, these guys are the greatest people. I like some of the greatest people I know. I introduced Tim as one of my best friends. I'm honored to say that. Me um, too, man. Brian, I met later, who is also one of my really good friends. I stand, man. Super. I drink <laughs> with Brian. Right. This I is our new promo. This is our new promo. It is. Listen, man. Really, and these guys. As well as you've heard me say it twice before on this on this, on today, that the craft beer industry in Atlanta has been the most inclusive. Like we hadn't had any problems. Yeah. We don't. We're not calling. We're not here to police the situation. We're just here to set a standard that craft beer, um, black craft beer is is as good as anything you can get. Exactly. Right. You know. And um, and uh, I want to thank y'all, man. These yeah. guys have been with us, and I Appreciate stab it. you if you mess with any of these guys. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we we got backups, Fish Gales will stab you if you yeah, mess with uh, us. I mean, no, I, no so you guys said, deserve the accolade, I, man. Scales said, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. That's right. You guys are not afraid, man. And real talk, and thank you all so much for this platform. Thank you all so much for this. It's for those who's out, who are out there who say, and again, it's William with Down Home who say i don't see color see it man see it because when you see color you appreciate the culture whenever right. you appreciate the culture you appreciate what it has to bring to the table that diversity makes it so much better and, and it's the american it's dream it's the american dream it is. Our, we are built off of different cultures coming in and creating this beautiful gumbo that is served beautifully and makes it what it is. Who doesn't love is. a good gumbo? Who doesn't love a great right? I mean, honestly. Here's, yeah. the challenge I have for, yes. here's the challenge I have for all of America. <laughs> this is the challenge I have of America. So let's not look at it as an American dream, but making an American reality. There Again, we go. Good soul stuff. Brothers right. is out. Awesome. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us, guys, ladies. Fine. Leaders of the Brew School at Lantucky Brewing, Nappy Roots. We've had a great conversation. We've covered some important issues, man, and that is good stuff. Make sure to go to BeerGuysRadio.com and look at the show notes for this show because we're going to have some really important links in there. This is Tim with Beer Guys Radio, my co-host Brian Hewitt, a.k.a. Chubby DeVille. Chubby DeVille, Chubby yeah. DeVille. Woo. <laughs> Signing off. Cheers, y'all. Duke's Mayo. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang.